Joined now by Tim Lacombe and who? Tim Lacombe is back. Tim. Glad to have him back. What's going on, my and golf you got, buddy? You got a great game to watch, Tim. That was amazing. Uh, high, high, high level, right? And a lot of things went right for the Jazz, but just, uh, man, a couple of, of tough plays here and there. One Donovan won't forget, obviously, the just kind of a, a lapse in judgment. And then, you know, I think that carried on, and he was just that pick from behind was, a, was kind of a part of that other play, I think. Yeah, we don't see Donovan break very often, but I think, you know, I don't know if that's the right word for it, and you might have a different coaching term for it that I would, and I don't have it, but that, it feels like that's what happened tonight. Like, he just, it, it, it got him tonight. Like, the, the, the struggles, the battle, the fight, the fatigue, whatever. Um, you know, not having bogey, um, but it, playing 40 minutes, whatever it is, that was pretty uncharacteristic. It was, and, you know, it's unfortunately it'll be one, like I said, he'll, He'll keep that close. Obviously, he was not happy afterwards, frustrated afterwards, and he should be. He's a competitor, and you missed 22 shots, you know, and I would say, you know, he, he got similar looks throughout the night. I do like a lot what, uh, what Bud did with the last three minutes. He just kind of face-guarded Conley and Mitchell, and, you know, the Jazz had a couple of tough offensive possessions, but really fun chess match watching the coaches go back and forth. You know, the other thing I think that's important on this one, Ron, is we saw Donovan pick up Holiday. Holiday got going. Donovan took that assignment. He's tried, talked to Donovan on the last road trip about, and he felt this was the best he'd ever played because he was playing both sides of the ball. And so we see Donovan playing Drew Holiday on one side, and is it, you know, is it having an impact where it's fatiguing throughout the game because he hasn't played defense, tried to play defense at that level in the past. It's what you have to do to win. That's the challenge. But... It's a big burden on him without another 20-point score and trying to guard Holiday, who had a brilliant fourth quarter tonight. You know, you wonder if fatigue had part of the part of the problem there for Don tonight. Well, Holiday's a solid player. I mean, and he's one of those guys that plays both ends of the floor, defense and, and offense. And I'm sure Donovan uh, he, he wants that reputation of being able to, to to defend. And you're absolutely right. You play 40 minutes and you're you're playing at a high end. You're going to fatigue. A jump shot's going to... Those shots are going to come up short, hit the front part of the rim a lot. And, but it's, it was a very good basketball game. I thought, especially in that first half, I think both teams had their quarters. I think the Jazz had their first and third quarter. The, the um, Milwaukee Bucks had the second and fourth. The Milwaukee Bucks, got to give them credit. On July of 2021, year after the Jazz acquired Mike Conley, the last kind of point guard out there was Drew Holiday. They gave up a 2025 first-round pick, a 2027 first-round pick, both unprotected, and pick swaps in 2024 and 2026. I love the trade because the gamble was Giannis had, you know, Giannis has to commit to coming back. But as long as you get Giannis, who cares if it's unprotected? And who cares if you're giving up a pick swap? Right? Like, I'll bet you they're going to end up trading Drew Holiday for these picks, and everyone went crazy about it at the time. I'll bet you that none of those players become NBA starters, and they got two championships out of it by the time they're done. Those are the moves that front offices just have to make to win a championship, and that was brilliant by Milwaukee's front office because, yeah, it feels like an awful lot, but if you keep Giannis, it's nothing, and that's the reality. Win now. That was the mindset. And I just love Giannis comes back and does it in Milwaukee. You know, he, right. He's not going to chase to try to team up with somebody. He's saying, beat Come me. team up with me. Yeah, right. exactly. Right. Or beat me, right? right? Good luck. He's incredible. Jazz did a great job on him tonight. Jazz, Jazz played great tonight. I thought they did too. I think you made the comment early. The Jazz play, were playing great and were down 11. Right. Um, it just tells you how great Milwaukee is. But like the adjustments, like the fight, the way they started the second half, uh, a lot of really good things, you know, and, and things that, that they've got to just continue to work on. All right, guys. Well, great game tonight, no doubt. Late one, but uh, coming up a little short. Appreciate your work. All right. Talk to you guys later. 117 to 111 is your final. Bucks beat the Jazz. We're breaking it down next on the Jazz Radio Network. Jazz game night post game show on the Jazz Radio Network. Jake Scott, Coach Tim Lacombe. Jazz fall tonight. Bucks one seventeen, 
111. It's certainly a hard-fought game. Great game on national television. Both teams played hard, uh, but the Jazz making some mistakes down the stretch. Did not have a good fourth quarter and come up a little bit short, Coach Lacombe. Yeah, the the execution down the stretch will kind of be what's talked about. I think um, the game plan itself was great, and I thought the Jazz executed it. Had to make some tweaks here and there. Milwaukee did the same, but uh, overall, just an unbelievably good basketball game. We knew coming in that the Bucks would be would be rolling, and uh, Giannis, as we said, averaging thirty three in his last ten tonight, has thirty, and you know they, he got them, he earned them. And the Jazz didn't put him at the line only seven times. Um, but he, he was just, he was Giannis. 30 and 15 tonight for Giannis, uh, as you mentioned. And then Drew Holiday, who was spectacular in the fourth quarter on both sides of the ball, 29.7 assists uh, for the Bucks. Chris Middleton at 23. For the Jazz, uh, Mike Conley at 29 points, as he certainly had a great game. 10 of 13 shooting. He also had seven assists. Donovan Mitchell with 29 points and eight assists, although Donovan 10 of 32 from the field, 5 of 17 from three, and uh, had a rough second half and particularly fourth quarter. Yeah, he, you know, I think the emotion of it all <clears throat> kind of got to him. And the, that play he made, I think, was uh, the foul was, you know, it didn't end up costing the Jazz a possession, but um, gave M- Milwaukee two points, two easy points right yep. there. And so uh, just, I think, frustration, fatigue, all that stuff kind of made that play. It, just a judgment lapse at a bad time. I mean, I think Donovan makes that play. Or doesn't make that play, I should say. Doesn't make that foul. 99 out of 100 times, but just made the just made a mistake. And we talked about, uh, you and I were chatting off the air, you know, the Euro foul. I get it. The Jazz use it a lot. We'll see if it continues to be a legal play in the NBA. Uh, I, I think there's kind of wins for changing that. But maybe it creates some bad habits. Just didn't think, thought best way to stop this, uh, this break is by getting a foul. Didn't have a foul to give. And uh, actually lucky that they didn't have one of those final two minutes anti hackashack rule fouls where uh, Milwaukee got the ball back as well. Yeah, and certainly Middleton's not the guy you want to seek out to foul either. He's, nope. he's clutch. So, yeah, just kind of a weird uh, turn of events. And then it just really, from there, it compounded. He got ball picked from behind. And, um, you know, Holiday, in my mind, he made 10 shots tonight, but I thought he was the difference. I thought he made, of his 10 shots, I think four of them were guarded about as good as you can guard somebody, and he just rose up and made them. And have no doubt that part of Donovan Mitchell's struggles uh, in the fourth quarter where Drew Holiday was guarding him a lot. Chris Middleton also took a turn guarding Donovan. These are great NBA defenders. They're really good at what they do. That's why Drew Holiday was such a great fit for this team. I mean, Locke talked about it a lot, that pickup making a difference for the Bucks. You better believe it. He's a, he's a really good player that does a lot of things uh, that help teams win big. And the luxury to be able to to have a couple of defenders like that. I mean, Javon Carter is he's tenacious, um, and, and really that was the change. The Jazz come out scorching hot, and I thought Bud the one adjustment he made they didn't they didn't change the shots they were giving the Jazz, but they just they they narrowed space. They started picking them up in the full court. They made them start thinking about every dribble and every pass, and you know just kind of tightened the space. And that's. Uh, really kind of where the Jazz kind of hit that lull in the second quarter. Tough loss tonight for the Jazz on national TV, 117 to 111 to the Milwaukee Bucks. With that, we'll say goodnight to our network stations. Our next broadcast is coming your way Wednesday night. The Bulls are in town. Tip-off for that game will be at 7 o'clock. For those of you sticking around with us, we've got post-game sound for you. We'll break this one down as well right here on the Jazz Radio Network. Catch and shoot three. Clock is at zero, and another Utah Jazz game is in the books. This is the Jazz Post Game Show. Ingles underhand scoop to Conley. Back out to Joe. Fires the three. Presented by Mark Miller Subaru. Donovan skies and hammers. Now with the recap of tonight's game, here's Jake Scott and Tim LaCole. Jazz game night post game show on the Jazz Radio Network. Jake Scott, coach Tim Lacombe. Post game brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru, featuring the My Subaru Is campaign. Real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Share your Subaru story for a chance to win prizes. Learn more and share at markmillersubaru.com. The Jazz fall tonight to the Bucks, 117 to 111. And what was really a, a very competitive game, thrilling to watch. Uh, coach, two really good teams going head to head. Somebody had to come away with the win. Uh, both teams led by double digits at points during this one, but the Bucks have the better fourth quarter. And, and really, in my mind, we talked about the Bucks really kind of 
having to get out and run in transition. Uh, they were in transition 17% of the time. They were uh, a plus seven, I think, in transition on the Jazz. And then in the half court, I think the way that they managed kind of took away the Jazz space, made them take tougher threes and not really give the rim. The, the Jazz really struggled to get points in the paint. And, uh, and I thought that Milwaukee kind of won the battle by the way that they, you know, they protected the paint, didn't allow anything in there. And the Jazz shot the ball well from three, but just not well enough down the stretch. Seems like a good segue to points in the paint brought to you by Serta Pro Painters. Call 1-800-GO-CERTA or visit certapro.com. That's Serta with a C. Serta Pro Painters, proven and trusted experts in painting. Uh, let's see, points in the paint uh, tonight, uh, even actually at 38 apiece. But 38, not not a, a what we're accustomed seeing from a total from this Jazz team. Although I, I'd say limiting the Bucks to 38 in the paint might be a victory. For sure. Um, I, I thought the Jazz, um, you know, again, they they showed bodies to Giannis. I don't know that you could go back. I know he had 30, but I thought they guarded him pretty well. You know, he got a f- couple free things in transition that he's going to get just based on who he is. But I think overall, again, didn't foul him a ton, didn't put him at the line, and, and made him, you know, just made him make tough plays. It's kind of like the other night against Luka Doncic. I know a different outcome for the Jazz, but uh, Luka had, I think, did he have a triple-double in that game? It was close if he didn't. Uh, but they made him work for it. You know, the numbers were still great, and you go, you look at it and you say, oh, look, I had a good night, and he did. But uh, it was not easy, and I don't think it was easy for Giannis tonight, and it shouldn't be. I mean, he played up against Rudy for a lot of the night, and Rudy played him tough, as he always does, and, uh, you know, still 30 and 15 on 12 of 24 shooting. But, yeah, didn't go to the line all that much, and it was not an easy game, I don't think, for Giannis. And then I, and I think the other piece of this, um, you know, Bojan, you mentioned in the pregame that missing him is going to be tough. Uh, somebody had to pick up that slack, and unfortunately, you know, Clarkson didn't have a great night, three for 14, eight points, and really there was no one off the bench. I thought Hassan brought great energy, and I thought he actually guarded Giannis, blocked a couple of his shots, and, you know, played with a ton of emotion uh, but beyond that, you know, I thought Rudy Gay was was ineffective. In fact, I thought his stretch in the second half was kind of a crucial stretch where he got that technical and, and got a couple fouls in a row, and it just kind of compounded on Rudy Gay um, there as well. So tough night not to have Bojan in the lineup, you know, to, to get more from uh, from those roster spots. And then Daniel House obviously getting yeah, hurt early. That's rough and, and shortens that rotation, obviously. Uh, Hassan Whiteside, you mentioned his energy. He did have all four of the Jazz block shots tonight in 16 minutes with uh, four blocks to go along with three points and uh, five rebounds. The Jazz did. It was close. They got, the, but they did get to 111 points. Rostradamus right again. Uh, this season when the Jazz score 111 or more points in a game, Jazz app users score a free Arby's Classic Roast Beef Sandwich the next day. Download the Utah Jazz app, turn on notification, vis- and visit utahjazz.com slash scorebig to learn more. Roaster Adamas <laughs> strikes again. <laughs> that 31? Correct predictions for Roaster Adamas? 31 and 8. And after the first quarter, it looked like, oh, they're going to be roasty easy tonight. And uh, it wasn't easy, but they did get there. A little doubt there at the end, but they did make it. Uh, the Jazz and the Bucks were were amazing in the first quarter. It felt like both teams couldn't miss. Uh, the Jazz scored 39. The Bucks scored 37. But it was the second and fourth quarters that hurt the Jazz tonight. They had just 20 points in the second, 18 in the fourth. Yeah, and that 18 is the killer because they really did. This game was right back and forth. A couple of possession game, you kind of feel like Jazz had a little bit of momentum and they just couldn't get the shots to fall, particularly Donovan. He just really struggled to get the ball in the basket, um, you know, in the fourth quarter. And they are going to play through him. We know that. that. That's how they close games. And on a night like tonight, it's just going to be tough to have that many possessions kind of come up empty. No doubt. And, you, you know, that's exactly, you know, the team's going to go through Donovan. He's their best player, certainly their best offensive player, and that's the way to go. He just didn't didn't have it tonight and then made a couple of mistakes that, that cost the team. But... I mean, that's the guy who's going to have the ball. He, the Jazz are going to sink or swim with Donovan Mitchell. And the good news from Donovan, even though this was not his best game, he still had eight assists. Uh, so I think his his reads and his decision-making and those sorts of things, his, his assist clip since the All-Star break has been tremendous. 
I think that's a good sign for him. Maybe those decisions in the fourth quarter need to be a little bit sharper if we're being critical, but looking on the bright side, I think that Donovan is trying to be a playmaker, not just a scorer, and it just didn't go his way tonight. Totally agree. Um, you know, eight assists is elite, especially, you know, it'd be one thing if it was, you know, just pretty much standard defense, but Milwaukee threw the kitchen sink at the Jazz at different times, um, gave him different looks, so you couldn't just rely on exactly what was open, and I thought, particularly in the second half, and there were a couple of plays where he got to the rim, he pushed it a little bit, and because of that, he was able to get Rudy a dunk or somebody a kick out. And I thought that was a part of his game that continues to to really play, to really flourish. All right, with that, let's go down to the media room. It's time to hear from Jazz head coach Quinn Snyder. You know, you can always, you know, you, we'll always try to execute better. You know, I thought we had a stretch where we didn't shoot as many. I thought we had some, we had some pretty good looks. We got on the rim a couple times and, you know, I thought, you know, we tried to finish through contact and, you know, you know, Carter and Holiday are, you know, Holiday's one of the best on-ball defenders in the league and Carter were too, but, you know, I thought we had some some opportunities, um, you know, with what uh, we, we felt like we need to outscore them late, um, given just where we were with a few guys that were were out. Um, and, you know, we weren't able to do that. But um, th- th- these, you know, these are the types of games that, you know, hopefully we're going to continue to be in and, and, uh, you know, ideally finish on the other side of the, the ledger and win them. But I think for us to be able to look at not just, you know, execution fourth quarter, but execution generally. And, and obviously the fourth quarter is a, a crucial time for that. So it's just something we need to keep keep digging in on. And like I said, we'll, you know, they made it, they, they made some plays defensively that were unique plays, you know, when um, Drew got over two screens and pursued um, but we also had, you know, we had some opportunities too. Yeah. I, I, I love it when we talk about someone not shooting well for a couple of days, because if they're Boyan Bogdanovich or Mike Conley or Donovan Mitchell, it's usually a matter of time before, I think I mentioned before the game, I thought, and I thought he played well against San Antonio the ball just didn't go in. Um, and I think Mike, you know, Mike and Rudy continuing to get connected, you know, after Rudy's been out for a while, um, you know, and Mike was getting that same floater the other night. He just kind of rimmed out. And um, the biggest thing that, you know, he and I have talked about is just continuing to be aggressive. And that's what he was tonight. You know, whether the ball is going in or not, we we need that from him. And, and he gave it to us. The last few minutes, did you think about getting the ball more into Mike's hands? You know, the, the, both Mike and Donovan were getting pressured, you know, up the court. Um, and there was a couple of situations um, where they were blitzing us in pick and roll. And we ended up with, you know, Rudy at the rim. Um, you know, a lot of times for us, you know, depending on who has the ball, it doesn't necessarily mean that that guy's going to be the playmaker. So, um, you know, both those guys, we have confidence in down the stretch. And, you know, oftentimes, you know, we're looking at different matchups and um, we ended up playing pick and roll with the five um, rather than playing more small, small. And, you know, I thought we I thought we did a pretty good job of attacking. You know, Donovan got to the rim one time and, you know, ended up out of bounds. I thought it was an and one. Um, but, you know, kind of look back at that and that's always something that we look at when you when you got two guys like like Don and Mike um I usually try not to second guess who has the ball because a lot of times you know someone will get denied someone will get the ball it's you know I just want them to be connected and and play you know play play in rhythm um because both of them are capable of making plays and making plays for each other it's a credit to Milwaukee's defense as much as anything um, we'll miss Boyan, you know, Boyan's been playing really well. Um, and particularly when, 
you know, people are, are, are really locked in on pick and roll, you know, being able to, to find him. He doesn't need a lot of room to shoot. Those are big shots. They just, they, they take a lot of pressure, um, you know, off other guys on the team and they just make it hard to help. The floor just opens up more. Um, so, you know, that's, like I said, we're, you know, we lost house. Hopefully he's okay. We'll get an, an MRI tomorrow and, and look at that. But, you know, I told our team after the game, I, I just think, you know, particularly the, the, this stretch of games we have um, more than anything is an opportunity for us to, to get better. And, you know, that's what we'll take from tonight. We'll watch the film and see where we can execute better. Um, you know, I know, you know, guys in our locker room are deflated um, because I thought we really competed under some tough circumstances. You mentioned not having Boyan. And, and, and Daniel, I think, you know, really running and spacing and had a couple threes early, um, you know, and then we lost him too. But that's, you know, that, that's the game. You know, I think just understanding there's going to be different types of adversity, whether it's, you know, missing a, a look that you think you should make or fouling when, you know, you shouldn't or whatever the case may be. I think for us, it's, again, you know, how we continue to handle those moments and handle these games. It's going to allow us to get where we want to be, you know, at the, at the, the right time. There's jazz head coach Quinn Snyder on covering a number of different things. Piece of news there though, Daniel house who, who left uh, the game early. What was it? The first quarter, I think, right. Uh, right. He's going to have an MRI on that knee tomorrow. So hopefully we'll get some news on that. Outside of that, I thought it was interesting. He, Said he doesn't uh, second guess who has the ball down the stretch between Donovan Mitchell and Mike Conley. Thinks they're both really good options. And, and to his point, the way Milwaukee was was playing, particularly the last few minutes, just denying those guys and really making them work for a catch. And so, um, yeah, you've got to in twenty four seconds, you've got to get into something, and you've got to get um, you know a guy attacking. And I, I thought again, the shot selection for the most part. You know, you would live in with the shots that Donovan got, <clears throat> particularly down the stretch. Um, he just missed, you know, missed a couple of, of shots that he typically makes, and then it kind of compounded. But to Quinn's, to Quinn's point, it, it's a game that everybody's pretty twisted up about, and, and they should be because I think they're all competitors. But they did battle, you know, given everything that was kind of stacked against them. All right, post game is brought to you by our friends at Mark Miller Subaru and the My Subaru Is campaign. Real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Subaru owners are diverse and each has a unique story to share. Read some and share your own. MySubaruIs.com. Jazz fall to the Bucks tonight, 117 to 111. We'll get you sound from the players coming up next right here on the Jazz Radio Network. Jazz game night post game show on the Jazz Radio Network. Jake Scott, Coach Tim Lacombe. Uh, Jazz come up short tonight, one seventeen to one eleven, losing at home to the Milwaukee Bucks. Post game is brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru and the My Subaru Is campaign. Real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Share your Subaru story for a chance to win prizes. Learn more and share at markmillersubaru.com. Let's check out your master of the glass tonight. Brought to you by Safe Light Auto Glass, the local vehicle glass expert. Here for another great year of basketball and proud to be the preferred auto glass partner of the Utah Jazz. Safe Flight Auto Glass is also proud to present this year's Master of the Glass Rebound program at the end of the regular season. Safe Flight will donate $5 to a charitable organization for each rebound secured by this year's team rebound leader. Tonight, your Master of the Glass, as usual, Rudy Gobert. 14 boards to go along with his 18 points. Four of those rebounds uh, coming on the offensive side. The Jazz overall out-rebounded Milwaukee, uh, 45 242. Giannis uh, with 15 rebounds tonight to go along with his uh, 30 points. I thought Rudy overall had a pretty good game. No, he d- he does love playing against Giannis. He only missed two shots. Um, four offensive rebounds, as you mentioned. The Jazz with 13 offensive rebounds. Uh, I love that stat. Out-rebounded, um, as you said, Milwaukee, which I think is a great thing. So so there is some good here, right? And um you know, the, the offensive rebound it continues to be an, an opportunity for the Jazz to get more possessions. Uh, I love the way that they go hard to the glass. You know, the Jazz outscored the Bucks in the third quarter 34 to 21. I mean, it, it's interesting. The Jazz played, I mean, as, as poorly as they played in the fourth, 
they were just on absolutely on their game in the third. It was kind of one of a it was kind of a manic performance. I know uh, it's yet another double digit lead uh, that the Jazz had in the second half. That's now a loss, but uh, the Bucks also had a double digit lead in the first half. I mean, it was just one of those weird games. It was. It was. Um, you know, you said the Jazz scored thirty nine points. We're thinking, oh, Caesar's easy. And then, you know, the 20-point quarter in the second, that was what was weird to me is uh, the Jazz, you know, flipped the, the second quarter with the third. They get outscored 31-20, come out in the third and outscore the Bucks 34-21, but it was really kind of the last two minutes of the third quarter that everything kind of started to break. I thought the Jazz were in a really good spot, and unfortunately, I think they gave up. They had only given up 11 points with two and a half, three minutes left in the quarter. And they gave up 10 quick points right there. And, and Milwaukee kind of got back in charge. And Milwaukee's good. I mean, they're, oh, yeah. they're, they're, they'll do that to you. I mean, you know, the ultimate example is the Warriors a few years ago where you'd blink and all of a sudden they go on a 12-0 run or whatever and all of a sudden the game was out of reach. But the Bucks certainly have that capability, and I think that's what you're talking about. you got to stay focused, stay sharp. And I thought the Jazz were pretty sharp defensively for the most part, you know, first quarter aside. And uh, except for the, the little run, and that's sometimes where games are decided. The Jazz only give up 14 shots at the rim tonight uh, to Milwaukee. The, the mid-range, the Mil- Milwaukee shot 41 shots in the mid-range, which is a lot for them. And, and the Jazz did a nice job. We talked about how hard it is to show a ton of you know, strength in the paint and then recover to shooters. And I thought the Jazz, for the most part, did a great job defending the three-point line. Um, you know, did not just give wide open threes based on the way they're guarding Giannis. Let's go back down to the media room. It's now time to hear from Donovan Mitchell. Um, I gotta give them credit. You know, they were able to do it. They're kind of rotating between three, three, three different dudes. Um, that definitely takes a toll. Um, you know, after a while, but I'm not, I'm not going to blame it on that, but I'm going to give him credit for, for being with that for the whole game. And, you know, you know what you're getting with Drew and Javon West, you know, but, you know, we were able to, you know, play through that, you know, and, and we fell short, but it's nothing to hold, kind of hang our heads on, you know, we can be good, you know, like I'm not, I'm not, uh, you know, sitting there down, you know, there's stuff, mistakes made, there's missed shots, turnovers, whatever you want to look at, we'll, we'll fix that, but, you know, they did a good job with the champs for a reason. You know, they're battle tested, they're proven, and, you know, we're trying to get to where they're at, you know, and they, they did a good job of staying with it, staying even keeled throughout the whole night and, you know, ended up winning. Are you happy with the looks that you guys did yet? Uh, yeah, you know, um, honestly, it's really a blur for me right now. I'm not going to lie to you, but, you know, the ones that I can think of, you know, the only – can't really think of one that, that you know, it was like, man, we shouldn't have shot that. Maybe, maybe my one where I, I thought I got fouled on the left, you know, but it, it is what it is. But, you know, it's like I said, we're, we're, we're good. Given the circumstances, you know, no low heat, game or third game four nights, is there a lot of positives to take away from, you know, this loss? Yeah, I, I, like I said, I'm. I know how I am. Sometimes I come in here and I'm like, I'm set. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a set. Don't get, don't get it twisted. You know, like I felt like I made some mistakes down the stretch, missed some shots. Uh, but, you know, like I'm optimistic out of this. You know, I, I think there's some good things that came out of this. Um, and we'll, 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 we will and I will be better uh, for sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nah, I mean, I just got to be better. I, I typically all right in that situation, you know, and sometimes it's the shots not falling, making the right plays, you know, and I had the ball late and you know, just got to continue to, you know, my teammates trust me. I trust myself. You know, I'm going to take the open shots, make the right plays and, you know, I'll be, I'll be better, you know, but this one stings a little bit, you know, it hurts, you know, and it's, it's glaring when you see 32 shots, 17, three, it's glaring to go right to that. But, you know, I like the looks I got My teammates like the looks I got and, I'll be better. There's Donovan Mitchell. That last uh, part, I think, is important. Acknowledging that he struggled in the fourth quarter. Uh, the question uh, mentioned the last 10 games or so, he replied, all year, and he's just got to be better. And that's the responsibility you take on your shoulders when you're the you know marquee player. And he does need to be better in the fourth quarter, and that's 
not trying to be critical toward Donovan per se, other than then that's his responsibility. That's his role. Well, and he, and he admits that. I think yep. that that's what, I mean, you take the good with the bad in that role. It's like a, a relief pitcher I and mean, all eyes are on you and you know, you're, you're out there to get a job done. And when it doesn't go great, you know, when it goes well, everybody's yelling and screaming and you're the best thing ever. But this is the downside of it. And, you know, the one cool thing about it is I do believe Donovan's really resilient. This won't, you know, it's going to bug him. He said it's going to sting, which I totally agree as a competitor. Um, but he'll learn from it. He'll get better from it. Uh, let's check out, uh, let's see here. Let's get to the Chick-fil-A foul shot review of the game. Download a whole new way to Chick-fil-A. Earn rewards with the Chick-fil-A one app. Uh, tonight from the line, the Jazz were 20 of 24. Rudy himself was six of eight at the line tonight, and the Bucks were twenty-five of twenty-nine. Uh, Giannis only got to the line seven times; he was six of seven. But Chris Middleton was seven of eight. Drew Holiday was uh, was seven of eight as well as those two players. I mean, it's not just Giannis with this team; their big three complements each other very, very well. They, yeah, they do. They're so well put together. And like Locke said, you know, the, their move to get <clears throat> Holiday, who. And like the one thing about the Bucks, you could kind of push him around before him. Um, you know, there there wasn't uh, you know a, a tough guy. Uh, Giannis is obviously very skilled, and Middleton is too. But they just didn't have an enforcer. And, I, and we talked about Portis kind of bringing an attitude. But I thought Holiday was extra tough tonight, and again made really hard shots. You know, he, he and that's what great players do. And then he comes and makes that big steal. He's a, he's a great player. Makes life really difficult for Donovan Mitchell. He does. He's a he's a two way, a true two way guy that, you know, he lives and dies with a uh, with every possession. And he deserves all he's getting there with Milwaukee, and he really was the, the key addition, uh, for them last year to put them up over the top. And it's I don't know this this Bucks team. I know probably Jazz fans driving home don't want to hear it, but I think they're easy to cheer for. I mean, they're an easy team to get behind. I like it. The Giannis stayed in Milwaukee. He's obviously a special player. Drew Holiday is a two-way guy. Chris Middleton's a two-way guy. Middleton also, you know, loyal to the Bucks. I mean, it's a it's a really good team. Well, and the encouraging thing is the Jazz are nose to nose with them. You know, no house, obviously early. Uh, no Bojan, who's obviously really important. Um, but this Bucks team, you know, again, there are odds on favor to go to the finals in my mind uh, from the East, and you know, the fact that they've won it before and their their nucleus. It points to them being really, really hard out this year. So, you you know, with all the tough things that happened with the Jazz tonight, you also have to acknowledge they, they played a very, very good team that played well, and, you know, they just came up a, a little bit short. Back down to the media room we go. It is now time to hear from Rudy Gobert. I, th- I thought we had uh, some pretty good looks for the most part. You know, I thought we played. Uh, I mean, you can always go back and be like, okay, we could have done this and that. But I, f- I really felt like we, you know, the shots that we got were, were good shots. And, uh, you know, Don got to the rim, uh, didn't score, but I thought it was a good drive. And then we got some shots that didn't fall, but I thought they were good shots. Uh, I thought we had also we had good stops too. I thought our defense was was really good down the stretch. Uh, yeah, just a just a close game against a very good team. But it's true that if we just make uh, a couple more threes, uh, like we know we can make them, uh, it's a different game. I mean, Mike is a. Is a you know, he's a he's a very good player, and when the ball is in his hands, uh, you know he's about to find. Uh, you know he's about to create an advantage, especially with my screens, and uh, then we're about to find the open man. And I thought we did a great job tonight uh, throughout the game too. And uh, yeah, it's just uh, <laughs> just a really good point guard, really good player. Mentioned, you know, you guys just don't want to you know, how much do you guys miss Bogey tonight? <laughs> A lot. I mean, Boogie is, uh, it's kind of like, you know, when someone is always there, you can't take it for granted. And when it's not there, you realize like those trees that like, when he catches the ball, it feels like so layup. And, you know, when it's not there, obviously everything's become, everything becomes a little, 
a little harder. It's 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 good. It's kind of good in a way that you know we we get to uh, go through that. But you know, it's probably we probably don't lose tonight if you have boogie and don't lose in San Antonio either. So you know, uh, hopefully he gets back, comes back soon. I try to get some inside info for me. He's doing good. I mean, I didn't see what happened, but he's in he's in good spirits. So I think we probably know more tomorrow. But he's uh he, he was walking and you know he's in good spirits. So hopefully it's nothing nothing bad. What changed from the third quarter? Everything was rolling, going your way. Then about midway through the fourth, it seemed to slow down, and it was like you were running through mud. I think I think we. <laughs> We gotta get better at uh, not falling. Uh, you know, we've, we've been really good throughout the years at not falling, but it's a few times when, and it's hard when the game gets so physical. You know, I, I thought the, the officials were really letting the game get physical, and nothing wrong with that. But uh, yeah, we gotta be more disciplined. I think uh, not reaching and, and making guys earn earn it, and and, and then Drew Hart there. I mean, and Yanis uh, Drew made some. I thought we were playing really good defense. You know, he made a lot of. Fed away, uh, uh, you know, leaning away, and he can't do that. We know he can, but it was one of those nights when he was making them uh, at a high clip. And you know, it's uh, despite all that, we still, you know, one or two possession games. So, you know, I, I love, you know, for us to go through those type of games, and you know, there's a lot of things that gonna gonna help us get better. All right, there you go. That's uh, that's Rudy Gobert. And, you know, just taking off on uh, what Rudy was talking about there at, uh, in the last part, Coach, and I, I hate the term make or miss league, but the Bucks really made some, even when the Jazz defense was on point, Drew Holiday in particular, but, uh, but Giannis making a couple of shots where they were just ridiculous. The defense was there, and, and they just made them. Yeah, and I thought that, you know, it was little spurts where the Jazz struggled defensively, but you think about that big play Gobert made on the lob to give the Jazz a chance, you know, in that game, there there were a lot of great effort plays, blockouts, um, you know, guys rotating and getting steals, you know, on, on game plan things. So, yeah, I, there was a lot of good defensive stuff. But I think what sets Milwaukee apart right now from the Jazz is they really don't have those uh, – they, they just don't have those huge lapses, you know, and they they do a good job of – like Holiday, for instance, he's – He's never going to not guard you on a possession. He's going to—he really takes pride in it, and I think that's the—that's the thing that kind of put Milwaukee over the top. And, it, and it's something the Jazz are continuing to work at. And um, you know, this was a game that they, the Jazz got off to a great start, um, went a little bit dry, but their defense kept them in it, and that's what I liked about it. When they got down, they really kind of relied on defense uh, instead of just trying to outscore the Bucks. Jazz Post Game is brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru in the My Subaru Wiz campaign. Real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Subaru owners are diverse and each has a unique story to share. Read some and share your own. MySubaruWiz.com. Your final Jazz follow to the Bucks at home tonight, 117 to 111. More player sound coming up next on the Jazz Radio Network. Jazz Game Night Post Game Show, Jazz Radio Network, Jake Scott, Coach Tim Lacombe. Jazz uh, Post Game brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru featuring the My Subaru Is campaign. Real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Share your Subaru story for a chance uh, to win prizes. Learn more and share MarkMillerSubaru.com. We're hoping to have uh, some more player sound for you coming up here shortly. Uh, as I mentioned, the Jazz come up short, 117-111, to 111, losing to Milwaukee tonight. One good note, Coach, and uh, I don't know if we've talked enough about this tonight, Mike Conley um, had had kind of struggled for the past couple of weeks. Tonight he was great, 29 points, 7 assists, only one turnover to those 7 assists, 10 of 13 from the field, 6 of 9 from 3, 3 for 4 from the line. And it uh, looked like you and I were chatting a little bit before the show, uh, talking about Mike and having some issues and it looked like he, you know, with fatigue or battle and some didn't quite have that extra step. He usually does tonight. Looks like his old self. I mean, was uh, having no problem getting into the lane, causing trouble, making that floater. And it uh, looked really, really good. Best night uh, Mike's had in a while. Yeah. With seven assists, one turnover too. Right. So 
um, you know, Donovan, Asis, and, and Mike Seven. That's a great, those are great numbers. Um, I agree with you. I thought, I thought he looked a little bit more, um, had a little more burst tonight. And it never hurts when you make a fir- your first couple shots. You know, when he comes out in the first quarter, sees the ball go in the basket. Uh, like Quinn said, he loves when people start talking about guys not making shots because inevitably these guys are pros and you know, it's what they make their living doing. They'll come back around. So it was great to see Mike. I, I thought he was exceptionally efficient tonight, 10 of 13, 6 for 9, 3 for th- three for 4 from the line. Speaking of the man himself, he's in the media room. Let's hear now from Mike Conley. Um, I, it's fair to say they they did make a few adjustments in the pick and roll. You know, they were a little bit higher. They were trying to trap a little bit, make us you know the guards get the ball out of their hand a little bit quicker, and um, they contested a lot of our shots at the rim. You know, made us miss a few. Um, but I was I was happy with you know what we were able to get and manufacture in, in certain times in the fourth. Um, obviously, I think that you know we can get to a point where we start to play a little bit of a you know try to find a mismatch and try to find uh, you know an advantage situation where we can ISO or you know, get get downhill and um, kind of lose you know our continuity and just moving the ball and just getting up and down the floor a little bit and we have stretches of that. But for the most part, I thought we did we did a pretty decent job. Just didn't make them. The ball just went in, you know, it's one of those things that, um, you know, I, I know how good of a shooter I am and, and player I am. So um, every game I just was waiting for tonight, you know, just get out, get out of my mind and um, just be able to play the game and not worried about if I'm missing or making a shot and, and being in a good flow. Yeah, um, a little bit of timing, you know, getting Rudy back and, you know, us trying to, you know, manufacture what we normally do in a pick and roll. And But teams are adjusting to it. Teams are showing different looks. Um, I, you know, for a minute there, I felt like everybody was trying to stop me from scoring no matter what, like layups. It was getting blocked and, you know, I couldn't get anything easy. So just trying to, you know, take a step back and say, hey, you know, these are the areas you have to take your shots at. And tonight coming in the game, I knew that, they drop and, you know, play drop coverage with their big and the paint would be an area to, to, you know, just lock in and focus and finish and um, take your time on them and, and, uh, and complete it and was able to do it. Did, did you feel like they were trying to take the ball out of your hands that last six minutes? Uh, yeah, they, you know, putting Javon in and, and having Drew in there, you, two really good defenders and, um, you know, I know Don was working all game and I was trying to relieve him as much as I could, but, you know, they were doing a good job of trying to deny pickup. Um, and whenever we did run a pick and roll, they, they were, their bigs were up enough to where we had to get off the ball and swing it and, and, and somebody else had to make a play. So, you know, that's what they wanted to do. And um, we just didn't execute, you know, uh, as well as we probably should at that point. When you have a day off, like, on a game day, you're back. how do you use that um, well, recently it's just in the gym, you know, shooting shots, lifting weights, um, you know, doing recovery stuff, watching film. Like it's it's an off day from the game, but mentally I'm still, you know, all the way in, locked in, and um, trying to use those days to improve improve in an area or improve in something. And um, you know, the last few weeks has been tough because I, I want to get a good rhythm, and I'm having to miss a game after having a bad game and, you know, I just want to keep playing and try to play through it, but I have to sit there for two days and think about it, you know, even more. So um, it's just been a, a, a weird little stretch. And um, luckily tonight I was able to kind of snap out of it. No, I tried to say the same thing to him tonight. I wanted to see him do it again, um, but it didn't work. But um, yeah, another game. I I told him three or four times before the game, like I haven't seen you score forty in a long time. This you're gonna do it tonight, and he did it. So um, 
would like him to do that more often. You were talking about how the group is kind of replaced with that thing like this just because you know, the results from this one are just, you know, where we How do you kind of, just, just given the recent stretch of like, you know, double digit, losing double digit leads, how do you kind of start with these where it is against a good team and they are capable of doing that? Um, well, it kind of it falls back to that, um, you know, the, the common theme and we having leads and having opportunities to extend and really take control of a game. And no matter if we're playing a good team, um, their championship level team, some nights we're not playing those kind of teams and they still come back. And I think we're more, you know, focused on that end of it. Like, hey, what can we do to to stop this from happening, continue to happen? Um, not really like a moral victory. We understand who we're playing tonight and that we're going to have to play at a higher level, but um, we understand if we're going to win at all, uh, no matter who we're playing, we're up 10, 12 points. We're going to have to try to make that 14, 15 when it matters most and um, and not make, you know, small, small, uh, you know, negative plays down the stretch that can uh, eliminate our chance at winning. Yeah. All right, there you go. Mike Conley talking about the difference uh, tonight being the shots went in. Boy, did they for him. 29 points in the loss, 10 of 13 shooting, 6 of 9 from 3, 7 assists, 2 rebounds. Thought it was interesting. He also talked about how hard it is to miss a game. You know, of course, they're doing it to manage you know, his situation, make sure he's healthy going into the playoffs, but how hard it is for him to miss those games, particularly when he struggled the game before. That's actually a great point. You know, the fact that he's got to sit on that in his own mind. Um, I, I still believe it's probably the right thing. It's, you know, the, the Jazz had a great opportunity last year and no Mike Conley. So um, you got to make sure most importantly that he's healthy. And, um, you know, again, it was awesome to see him answer the bell tonight. I thought he was great. Uh, not just scoring the ball, but running the team. His assists were awesome. And um, it, it was great to see Mike play well tonight. 117 to 111 is your final uh, post game is brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru in the My Subaru is campaign. Real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Subaru owners are diverse and each has a unique story to share. Read some and share your own at MySubaruIs.com. We'll get your play of the game coming up next. We'll get Coach Combs' final thoughts on this one and a couple of stat nuggets from our friend Tyson Ewing as well. That's coming up next on the Jazz Radio Network. <laughs> Here's Donovan, goes away from the pick, left-hand drive, big step, oh, the Rockies scored it! Oh, my goodness! Hard left-hand drive, horizontal step left to right, and an underhand scoop. That's our guy, David Locke, and your play of the game, brought to you by Larry H. Miller Dealerships for service, sales, and selection, LHMauto.com, driven by you. Jake Scott, Coach Tim Lacombe, Jazz Game 9 post-game show. Jazz fall to the Bucks 117-111 to 111 tonight. Post game is brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru, featuring the My Subaru is campaign. Real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Share your Subaru story for a chance to win prizes. Learn more and share markmillersubaru.com. If you're just joining us, Jazz get uh, 29 points in the loss from Michael Conley on 10 of 13 shooting as he really had a nice night. They get 29 from Donovan Mitchell, who did not shoot the ball well. 10 of 32 shooting, 5 of 17 from 3. Double-double from Rudy, 18 and 14 Royce O'Neal added 12 for the Bucks. Giannis says 30. Drew Holiday had a great game with 29 points to go along with his seven assists and five steals. Chris Middleton with uh, 23 for the Bucks in the victory. Coach Lacombe, you ready? Let's do a couple stat nuggets, shall we? Let's do it. Uh, our friend Tyson Ewing does stats for AT&T Sportsnet, the TV broadcast, and uh, is nice enough to share some nuggets with us in the post game. Let's get to it. This is the 10th time this season the Jazz have held a double-digit lead in the second half and lost. That's that's a that's one I don't like because that continues. It's kind of in the back of their mind. They gotta they gotta play their way through all that. That's that's too many. The 12th time this season they've held a double-digit lead at any point and lost. I will defend them a little bit tonight. They only led by, at least by my count, was, maybe I'm missing one, uh, but it was 11. 11, yeah. And Milwaukee's Milwaukee. Milwaukee's Milwaukee. And I mean, the they, they did the same the, thing to them. Right. And the, the, game, like the game against San Antonio last Friday where they had an 18-point lead and squandered it against San Antonio, I think that's a little different than tonight. But still, that stat's probably not that good. No, you don't want that. Uh, this is the fifth time Donovan and Conley have both scored 25-plus in the same game. This is just the first time they have done it and lost. 
Also, it's the first time they've done it with each having five assists. Interesting. Uh, Utah made just eight of their final 31 shots, 26% in the final 16 minutes of the game. They were outscored 37 to 22 in that stretch. That's the game. That's that right there. And that's what it, I mean, that's what we, the frustration, right? Because uh, they're right there. And then they just kind of went cold late. Uh, Donovan Mitchell shot six of 11 uh, and three of six in the first quarter. That's three of six from three. He was just five of 21 and two of 11 from three in the final three quarters. And Donovan talked about that. You know, he's very well aware of that himself. And what's wild is the the shots. If you go back and look at them, the majority of them, he 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 maybe called out one or two, but they were right down the they barrel. Were they were good shots. And then uh, finally, uh, with this, Giannis and Holiday combined for twenty seven of the final thirty two bucks points. Go to your guys, man. Go to your guys. Yep, that's right. And those two are particularly good. Yeah, they're so they're they're really good, and now they've got belief. They've done it right. They they know the path, and so I, I'm telling you, that's that's so much of the battle is actually seeing because you hear about it, you know, winning a championship, but being able to break through and do it, and then understand what it takes, and in, in every possession being important. All right, Coach Lacombe, let's get some final thoughts from you on this one as the uh, the midnight hour draws close. I, I uh, you know, again, it's frustrating to lose. I thought this was a great basketball game against, uh, you know, two teams that are, you know, they, you can see why people talk about, um, you know, the talent on these teams and the ability for different reasons. The Jazz have, you know, a, a great player in Mitchell and a dominant player in Gobert on the defensive side. Um, Milwaukee's kind of countered. And, you know, it, it's not out of the, the question that, these two teams could could go down, you know, and do some real damage in the playoffs uh, with the Jazz right now. They've just got to start having some consistent success, um, you know, kind of break through this little rough spot. Uh, hopefully they get good news on house. I think that's going to be a big thing tomorrow. Um, but uh, I, I w- it was a great game. We were hoping for a great game. We got a great yeah, game. We sure did. Uh, really great game. And the Jazz came up short, but playing against one of certainly one of the best teams in the NBA and like our hot topic uh, – uh, a big-time contender, and probably the favorite coming out of the East, regardless of uh, what the records are at the moment. Or what Vegas says. All right, uh, we want to say big thanks to everybody who helped out with the broadcast tonight. Of course, David Locke and Ron Boone, thanks to the broadcast assistants as well. Thanks to Jeff Carroll, executive producer of Jazz Game Night. Thanks to Mark Miller, Subaru title sponsor of the po- uh, postgame show. The My Subaru Is campaign features real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Subaru owners are diverse and each has a unique store to share. Read some and share your own at MySubaruIs.com. And Coach Lacombe, thank you. Good to have you back, brother. A lot of fun. Great to be back. Thanks for um, holding down the fort, my man. You're Speaking of consistent, you're Jake Scott. 117 to 111 is your final. The Jazz fall tonight to the Bucks. Up next, the Jazz take on the Chicago Bulls in this building. Coming up on Wednesday night, that game will tip off at 7 o'clock. Pre-game coverage begins at 6. And, of course, you'll hear it all right here on the Jazz Radio Network.